Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters, your go-to spiritual development podcast. I'm your host Hannah McIntyre and I am so excited to have you here. Join me and other great guests as we explore what it means to be a medium, the work that we need to do and the questions that we need to ask for our own development and unfoldment. I'm so happy that you're here. Let's begin. Just to let you all know that my book, You Are a Medium, You Just Don't Know It Yet, is available to purchase on Amazon or via my website, www.hannamedium.co.uk. I am incredibly proud to be able to say that it is already an Amazon bestseller and I'm so grateful to all of you for your reviews, comments and feedback. Um, If you haven't already, please do check it out. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Mediumship Matters with me, Hannah McIntyre. How are you doing? I hope you're all good. As you can hear, I'm still recovering, um, but definitely miles better than how I was, which is good because I was definitely getting a little frustrated with the downtime. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today, um, for some reason, uh, COVID has given me really bad insomnia. And so I'm lying in bed awake for ages, which is very irritating. I'm normally the sort of person that's out pretty quickly. And one of the things I was thinking about last night was the downside to the spiritual journey. And I'm sure I've touched on this in the podcast before, but never with such clarity. I really felt the spirit really wanted me to delve into this today. So that's what we're going to do. And one of the things that I was thinking about last night is how much the ability to work psychically has impacted the person that I am. 
And let me be really clear here, as you all know, if you've listened to the podcast uh, for a while, I believe that we all have the ability to work psychically, we all have the ability to communicate with the spirit world. I don't believe it's something bestowed upon certain people, I believe it's available to everybody and I'm really passionate about that. That said, I think that we can all recognise that there are certain people in life where that ability is more turned on than it is for others. And that doesn't mean that the people who it's not turned on for can't turn it on if they want to. But there are certainly, people always say to me, well, you say anyone can connect with mediumship, but that person over there they're completely self-absorbed, they're this, they're that and the other. It doesn't mean they can't do it, it doesn't mean that a journey isn't available to them. It just means that they're probably not using that muscle. And I know that when I was younger, I could always feel what other people were feeling. And that has become such an intrinsic part of who I am and this is what I was lying in bed thinking about I was remembering when I was little and just pondering on the impact that being able to walk into a room and feel how people are feeling in it the impact that that has had on me and how through certainly a child's filter when you don't have the emotional maturity and even now sometimes I don't have the emotional maturity we all do that thing don't we when we say hello to somebody and they don't respond very warmly or yeah they seem like they're annoyed with you and nine times out of ten it turns out that that person isn't annoyed with you at all their mind is elsewhere they're thinking about something they've got to do they're thinking about something that's upset them they're worried about something they're just overwhelmed with life it doesn't mean that they are annoyed with you or angry with you but quite often I think we come at it from that filter of oh Claire didn't seem very happy with me today. What have I done? Trying to rack your brains thinking about things like that. Now, as an adult, I think that's far easier to manage than as a child. And those of you that are like me, which I'm assuming, to be honest, is most of you if you're listening to this podcast, um, you will have grown up in that sort of similar space where you have become, perhaps, dare I say it, a bit of a people pleaser. And you've not become a people pleaser because people have demanded that of you. You've become a people pleaser because you have demanded that of you. When I look back, I can remember feeling responsible for other people's emotional states. I can remember feeling that it was my job, my duty to make people who were feeling unhappy feel better and learning to do that in various different ways in sometimes giving them a gift or or making something for them or writing them a note or sometimes making them laugh and playing different characters different versions of me to try and lift that mood and actually when I was thinking last night I was thinking that as a child of course as well you don't understand all of the complexities of being an adult. I still find it absolutely bizarre that I'm 41, 
that I've got a 15 year old and a 13 year old who call me mum who come to me expecting answers because I think as children we expect the adults in our lives to have all the answers and it's only when you reach that age yourself that you suddenly think god I don't know anything (laughs) I've got none of the answers why are you asking me what and it's such an interesting place to be in and of course as a child if you can feel that somebody feels sad or angry or frustrated and then you think that's about you not pleasing them in some way so you make them laugh or you write them a note or you do whatever it is that you do to try and change that energy and that energy changes you're even having that reinforced then aren't you um, you are thinking, well, they felt they felt sad. Now I've done this, they feel better. And how those patterns can evolve and grow through our whole lives. And us as empathic, sympathetic, sensitive people have to learn to manage that in adulthood. And I still, in honesty, don't think I'm fully there. It's one of the really big things that came up for me when I started doing all these demonstrations um, a year ago, actually. It was July. Oh, Amanda, it's our anniversary (laughs) of meeting in person. But um, all of that trying, it was July. Now I'm worried it's September. No, I'm sure it was July. I'm not good with dates, guys. They're not my forte. Anyway, I digress. But one of the big things that I had to learn was it didn't really matter how good a job I did with the mediumship when you're in a room full of people, when you've got an audience, because by default, you're not going to read for everybody in that room. And so you have to learn to sit in the energy of watching people leave who are disappointed. Um, sometimes they're sad and they feel rejected by the spirit world sometimes they're just disappointed sometimes they're angry and that's such a strange cacophony of emotion to sit in and it actually has no reflection on the job you have done as a medium because a lot of teachers have said to me things like well if you're if you're doing a good enough job with the mediumship then everybody will feel the presence of the spirit world and the wonder of the spirit world but unfortunately when you're dealing with people that's not how it works people don't sit there going wow that was lovely I'm so glad that I got to see that person have a connection I mean some people do and if you're one of those people that's great I just mean generally speaking en masse people come because they want their need fulfilled they want to hear from who they want to hear from and so it's one of the interesting experiences as a medium that I've had of of having to learn to sit in the energy after a demonstration where you are incredibly vulnerable your boundaries aren't as strong you've connected and merged energy with that audience with their loved ones in the spirit world you have spent all your energy and you're going to need time to recover and in that vulnerable state it can sometimes feel like being stabbed in the heart at risk of sounding dramatic when people are leaving and you know that you haven't been able to give them what they hoped for and of course you can't you can't do a demonstration for 60 people and do a reading for all those 60 people it's impossible but it's still an experience learning to sit in that and this also is just reflected in relationships throughout life when I was a teenager 
I worked, I was only 14, I think. I worked in a cafe uh, on a country park near where I lived. And the lady who ran the country park cafe, she was um, having an affair with a married man. And at 14 years old, I had to sometimes support her through her tears, through her sadness, through her efforts to try and lose weight, to be more of what she thought that he wanted so that he would leave his wife and children and be with her. And this relationship went on for years and years and years and years. And she was broken hearted by it. And, and I used to have to coach her through that and support her through that and listen to her hopes and her dreams and see her be cancelled on and see her be forgotten and see how losing that weight and sticking to that horrendous diet she put herself on didn't actually do anything, didn't change the situation. And who leans on a 14-year-old for that? And I do think that is quite often the path that healers, us healers go down through, is that we come here wanting to help, wanting to heal, and we are drawn to that. And then along the way, we have to learn to put boundaries in and barriers in, and we have to learn to allow ourselves to sometimes say no, and sometimes feel that need within people but understand it's nothing to do with us. And it was one of the biggest lessons that spirit taught me that I could feel how people were feeling, but equally understand that it wasn't a call to action from them. It was just, I could feel it because that's how part of my gifts work. And for a long time, I'd been very confused in thinking that because I could feel it, it was spirit telling it to me. And I've always had a faith, but it's always been very interesting to me having that faith in the world that we live in um, and not being part of a church. Because I think if you're part of a church, regardless of what your religion is, and I don't just mean churches, I mean mosques, I mean any anywhere that you worship, if you're in that religion, you have kind of a very restrictive, yes, but a set of rules to, to live your life. And it's generally understood in the greater world that you are Catholic, so these are the principles by which you live. You are Muslim and these are the principles by which you live. And when you just believe in a higher power and believe in being kind and believe in the empowerment of people, it's a kind of weird place to be. It's a lonely place to be. So for those of you that are listening to this podcast, I'm sure you'll be able to understand some of what I'm sharing here in your own journey of feeling what other people were feeling and having that desire and that urge to help and having that desire and that urge to want to make it a better place, wanting to show people the way, um, understanding that perhaps 
you don't fit in the boxes of the organised religions that we have here, but that you do believe in more and you do hope for more. It's such an interesting space to, to be in. And Ready to pop the question? The jewellers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Understand that now. I got a lot of it completely wrong, and I think that's part of the journey. It's very interesting to me how spirit really work, rather than how I would have perceived that they worked. Like, for example, you're feeling that somebody's having a bad day. Well, of course, then it's your job to make their day better. Roll up your sleeves, get involved, give them a bucket of your energy, check in with them and actually working with spirit and understanding that's the worst possible thing you can do. Um, You can want somebody to be happy and you can love and support them, but you have to draw a line in that and you have to empower them to find the keys to their own happiness. Otherwise, you're just becoming a crutch for them. And understanding that the spirit world, the universe, however you view it, wants you to rise up through your circumstance, whatever that circumstance is, and live your life. And I know I've said this before, but one of the biggest things that I hear from spirit all the time, working with spirit all the time is, it's too short. We don't have enough time here. And in that understanding that it's too short, that we don't have enough time, that it never feels like enough, is that I've got to grasp this and make it something wonderful because this day is precious. It's so precious. I went for a drink in the pub with my um, husband and daughter yesterday and there was a very elderly lady being walked to her car by her grandson who was holding her hand, which is what drew my attention to it, because I just thought, oh my God, look at him. He's an, you know, an adult, adult male walking across the car park, clutching, holding the hand of his grandmother. And I just thought, I wonder if she knows how blessed she is that he's doing that. I wonder if he knows how blessed he is that he gets to do that. And I pointed it out to my daughter and she said, oh, God, I hope I never get old. And I said, well, you're lucky if you get old because, yeah, you've got the aches and the pains and there's all of these problems that you have to face. And I'm not going to say that every day is going to be joyous when you're 85, but there are so many people that don't get to live even close to that age. There are so many people that don't get to experience their 60s, their 50s. 
it's such a wonderful gift but you can know that and know that it is not your job to go out and teach people that sometimes sometimes I can't deny it I want to just grab people by the scruff of their necks and go it doesn't matter what you are talking about doesn't matter be happy make good choices live your life but if there's anything spirit have taught me it's that you can't this information is here for everybody this information is out there you can't bring it to people and make people digest it and want it you have to allow them to find it just as spirit allowed all of us to find it at the right times for us yeah so it's so fascinating to look back at the journey look back at where you've been what you've learned what you've experienced what you believed when you were younger that is actually correct but just needed refining slightly I know I've mentioned it before but when I was at middle school so about 11 10 11 I used to do weekly assemblies to my entire school which were very preachy I can't deny it they were very preachy and very um we used to do little skits about how to be a kind person and how to be a good person now um think my school was religious so of course you're still trying to find your way under the stories of the church and the expectations of the church the stories such as um the good samaritan and being a good person you get these ideas of what that represents what god will be pleased by and what god won't be pleased by and then yeah you're learning to navigate all of that. One of the most interesting things that I saw about navigating all of that and the ideas of what you think you should be doing versus what what God really wants from you, for you, um, was in a TV show called The Leftovers. I'm going to spoiler it now, so... If um, you haven't watched it and you intend to, just stop. <laughs> stop the podcast now. But in that show, and I might have mentioned this before because it always sticks with me, but in that show, uh, we follow a vicar, a reverend, whatever he's called, going through life in this apocalyptic, uh, I don't know if it's apocalyptic, I don't know, this crazy experience. Um, basically what happens is half the world's population, I don't think it's quite that many, but they just disappear overnight. It Not even overnight, just in one second they're here, the next minute they're gone. And The Leftovers follows the journey of the people that remain on Earth. It's brilliant, I love it. But Christopher Eccleston plays um, a vicar in it and you follow his journey, his journey with his faith, his journey with continuing holding true to God even though they've been through all of these experiences. He's got a wife who's... Um, in a vegetative state and all of this all of that and you follow him through I can't remember which season it is but he gets told that God has um is on the planet as a person and he goes off to meet God and he meets God on this ship and it's just such a powerful moment because 
He expects God to say, you know, welcome my son, come in, into my bosom, thank you for all you've done. And God says to him, well, I didn't ask you to do any of that. I didn't ask you. What made you think I would want you to do that? That was your choice. And worse still, you did it for you. You didn't do it for me. You did it so that you would be guaranteed a place in heaven. Well, that's acting for you, not acting for me. And that just always really stuck with me. And I've paraphrased it terribly. And if you're a massive fan of it, apologies if I've just mullered that scene. But it it just always sticks with me. We have these ideas, these thoughts. And in spirituality and healing, we call them thought forms because they take on a power sometimes completely of their of their own and they can seem like an entire entity within you of belief that that you have to behave a certain way that you have to look after people that you have to give that you have to carry the weight of others and it's good to help but it's good to help from a place of empowering empowerment always and it's good to say no sometimes. If you're not in a space where you want to, or you can, or you're able to, to give anymore, if you just feel like you've reached a point where you need to focus on you for a bit, then that's what you need to do. Why do we find it so hard to just say no thank you to things? <sighs> so there's lots of stuff like this and the other one that often comes up is lying I always think that's really interesting because I can tell not every time I'm not going to be egotistical enough to think that I get it right every time but I know when people are lying to me and um, it doesn't matter what you say or how much evidence you give or the yarn that you spin I know when you're lying but sometimes there are good reasons for people to lie sometimes people don't want to hurt your feelings sometimes people are telling a mistruth not because they want to hurt you but because they don't I mean my birthday party was a great example of that the number of people that messaged me with all these convoluted reasons um, why they couldn't come And it almost would have been better if they just had said nothing. Um, And it's hard to process stuff like that as an empath, as a psychic, when you know that people are lying and you don't want to get in an argument about it. But you just want to say, look, just don't, just stop. Who who do you think you're kidding? Do you think I'm believing this? Are you believing this? Um, You just don't fancy it. Don't dress it up, tie it up in in a different bow. Um, it's it's embarrassing for you and it's embarrassing for me. But wouldn't my life be easier if I just didn't know when people were lying? That would be easier. I can't deny it. Um, I don't think that there has ever been a time when somebody has been lying to me when it's done me any good to know that. I think sometimes ignorance is bliss and... People come at things through their own filter and their own stuff and their own experiences and places. And it's very hard when you're being lied to, 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 to think 
well, it's not about me, it's about them. That's an evolution in itself. So there's lots of things that are brilliant about being psychic. There's lots of things, I'm trying not to cough, hang on. There's lots of things that are brilliant about being psychic. There's lots of things that are very useful. I have great days out because I follow my instincts when I feel like I wanna walk down a certain way or go in a certain cafe. And then we have the most fantastic times and the most fantastic experiences. There's lots of really good stuff about that. It's good to be able to sow a seed in somebody's energy of change and have that ability. So when I'm talking about helping people, I mean, sometimes a sentence can change somebody's energy completely. So for example, rather than rolling up your sleeves and getting involved and telling them what they should do and spending hours counseling them, sometimes it's enough just to say, I believe in you and I really feel that you can make the changes you wanna change in your life. And for some people that won't work because they're not ready yet. So any energy you'd have expounded on that would be a waste of energy anyway. And for some people that sentence will be enough to change everything. So I'm not saying don't help at all. I'm saying be positive, hold that space for somebody to be able to create the life that they want and make the changes that they want. But don't feel like you've got to do it for them because then all you're doing is disempowering. So there's lots of great things with psychic abilities and I've talked about it on the podcast before interactions with people in unexpected places where you know that you can be of service and you can help them without killing yourself to do it I think it's always the longer term relationships where we struggle and suffer with that but sometimes it's hard so take a bit of time I feel that's where spirit are wanting us to work at the moment take a bit of time over the next week And just think about how your connection, your beliefs, your experiences as a spiritual person on earth have shaped you. And if there's anything in there that you need to be putting down, letting go of and releasing so that you can move forward afresh anew with a different perspective. Thanks very much and I will catch up with you all on Thursday. Have a great couple of days. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. As always, I'm here just to ask you to click that follow button, to share the podcast on your social media and leave a review. These things help me so much with reaching more people, getting better guests, getting more information out there. So anything you can do to help would be gratefully received. And I will catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening.